Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Munzenreiter, and I'm joined this week by Patrick Gagongo and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite for a chat about the video deluge that has just happened, ending the content drought. But first, we're diving into the new Ishad Ware part with the guy who filmed and edited it. That's right. It's Deluxe His Own, Tim Fulton. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk, Tim. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Ishad just put out a part, or no, he put out a pro shoot. Did you feel pressure with this one in terms of like, it's his big moment, or are you accustomed to it? What, what were your feelings as it, as it premiered this week on Monday? Yeah, it was supposed to come out a little closer, like coordinate with the pro shoe release a little more. But um, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily felt any pressure on it because, I don't know, I guess the footage kind of speaks for itself. But there is always the pressure of like the scale that a shot has. And like, obviously, like I work on a lot of videos, but, you know, this one is with you know kind of the goat so everyone's gonna watch it and there's the pressure of that i guess yeah and i should be clear like he has the nike sb shoe but this was a real skateboards video yeah not not the same uh so tim so diving in head first uh question for you is ishad is in a space in his career where he is widely regarded as one of the greatest of all times so the expectations were going to be od high what did you learn from working with him so closely and collaborating on this project? Like what kind of partner is he in making a video? Um, you know, I've worked with Ashad for a long time. You know, I've been with Deluxe almost 10 years now. So I've kind of just been traveling with him and filming him for a while. I guess this one was a little different because video parts in the past, I was kind of more trying to make my own vision on it I guess and uh, I guess how I went about this one differently was like I just kind of put it in Ashad's hands a little more of just like hey I like we've got a lot of stuff together like I want you to be like really stoked on this one so whatever you want to do like let's make it happen and uh, I'm stoked on how it turned out like he came over to my place and we just kind of sat down and edited it and we bounced ideas off of each other and and what was the routine like, especially for a three-song part? Because there's going to be very high expectations for that. There's only a handful of skaters who have pulled one off. And and in this economy. Yeah, with this with also, these gas prices? Yeah. Three-song part in this economy? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so the routine. Um, like our day-to-day, you're saying? Like, is that what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Like your day to day, like um, obviously you work very closely, but what was it like actually like being in the trenches, being in the van, doing the damn thing? Yeah. So he had a few injuries throughout this. I'd say we filmed for this whole thing for probably like a year and a half or something like that. But yeah, Ashad is one of those dudes when he's on, he's just like fucking on. So I guess when you see that window that he goes in when the window is open, just like taking full advantage of it. So when he's like hitting me up and getting four clips a day for like two weeks straight, that's, those are kind of the windows that open that are like pretty wild to capture, I guess. But I, yeah, to answer your question, it's just kind of a spontaneous process where, you know, he'll kind of be busy and be handling shit for a couple weeks and then he'll be hitting me up and yeah, getting four, Four clips a day for two weeks straight so it's it's different all the time okay hold up rewind four clips a day for two weeks can you <laughs> for for people who have never filmed a skate video or don't really know what the process is like can you explain the gravity of that uh dude it's insane i actually went out with him last weekend and it had been the first time we had filmed together and because uh, he had another injury that was holding him back. And then he uh, he got a new new place. So he's been moving and stuff. So we hadn't skated in a while, but uh, it was just right back to it. Just you just rifled off, you know, two clips in a day and just casual, you know, like didn't call any spots out. Just went with the flow and just casual ripping, I guess. So one one thing that struck me from that most the the part we're talking about is how clean he does everything like Mm -hmm. it's 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 above what everybody nearly everybody else is doing are you filming 
for instance, those lines multiple times, or is he doing it that clean every time? Uh, it depends. There's stuff he'll do multiple times, but yeah. I would say the, the majority of it, I would say, is like he's just kind of got it like that. He skates so <laughs> much that, you know, he just has those tricks dialed. So when you go into the streets, it's like, oh, I've done this five times at the skate park. So, you know, I'll just I'll do it in front of the camera real quick. My, my, my quick follow up and then maybe turn it over to Jason. Like, I wasn't sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm no longer sure what Ishad's ceiling is as far as like talent, because that part, the part like really surpri- didn't surprise me, but it was like, holy shit, he somehow leveled up. Is that possible when you're that good? Like, is he getting better still in your eyes? Uh, yeah, I'd say he's just skating differently where. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's just learning new tricks and constantly filming. So I guess when you're doing that, you're just always going to be getting better. Hey, I'm Jason here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on our program. <laughs> and yeah, along the lines of four clips a day, uh, my main question is just how consistent is he with specifically like the tech lead shit? Because everyone knows, you know, Ishaz super well rounded. He can do transition. He can do rails. He can do ledges, but specifically with stuff like the um he does like a switch heel flip tail slide i guess not not heel flip out like how consistent is he in that kind of sub genre um it just depends that one kind of took a while that was like you know and by a while i mean a few hours so not for a switch heel tail heel flip out not, not terribly bad but like the switch heel front crook line that was maybe like five minutes i swear like damn so fast so i don't know it, it it just depends i guess most of it's pretty quick though for sure yeah the um four clips a day reminds me of what's like the kanye legend like he made a, a beat every day for a five summer, beats like, a for day four. for three summer that's a different world like Creed summer. <laughs> uh, yeah that's what it reminded me of like that that type of you know shit but um yeah going going back to where you said you moved to look for 10 years how did you get the job? Because Deluxe isn't the kind of place where you get a job there off of like monster.com, if that's even still a thing. So how, how did that all <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get it off monster.com. I just grew up filming with uh, Davis Torgerson, who, you know, is a real writer. And uh, I think I was just filming him a bunch and I moved to LA and I think he just nagged the team manager at the time, Darren Howard, to hire me. So I think after nagging long enough, it just kind of, fell into place that's <laughs> yeah, old uh, the old minnesota connection yeah exactly yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i should say full disclosure I've, I've known tim for a minute now tim's known me for a minute now yeah um yeah. yeah like mid-2000s you guys made that boondoggle video for yep. um big big youtube users that that should ring a bell yeah we've made that video and i think davis kind of got put on real kind of off of that video so yeah, it was kind of like we helped each other, but he helped me out a lot for sure. Nolly frontside hurricane. Yeah, that's the one. I think it's just been like Brazilian dudes on park rails ever since Davis did it, or did I miss one? Yeah, Tanner did a fakey one in his last part. Well, he's another madman. So yeah, yeah, we have a lot of Minnesotans on rail right now. It's really sick. It's really dope. Uh, shout out to the Twin Cities. Shout out to the whole state land of. Is it ten thousand or one thousand lakes? How many y'all got? 10,000. Is it 15? The lot, the, the, the motto is like 10,000, but it's closer to 15K. So, okay. So then as a follow-up question, because um, one thing that's really cool about having somebody like you, um, who's actually a filmer and an editor, someone who makes skateboard videos, gets to skate every day, gets to work with pros, gets to work with sponsored people in general. There's definitely gonna be a lot of people wondering, Tim, what do I need to do to get to your level? How do I need how what do I need to do as a filmer or a photographer to get to your level where you get to work on, you know, top flight projects like this? Yeah, I get asked that by just like random kids on Instagram all the time. And I always just tell them just film your friends and get good at filming. You know, there's like such a need for filmers and photographers in LA and probably other scenes too, but companies are looking for that stuff. So if you're like putting yourself out there and getting good at everything. You know, that's kind of just how you do it. I don't want to minimize anything, but is showing up, not being a flake, as well as also being good at, you know, the trade, like 
how how important is that not being a yeah <laughs> no, no that's like a huge part of it for sure just being reliable and yeah i guess just being around and being motivated yeah only half of it is filming i swear there's so much more that goes into it well, I, I saw your IG story from last night, maybe, and you had a big quick creep and like a sledgehammer in your shopping cart at Home Depot. What was that all about? Uh, we went on some crazy mission today. Kyle Walker did an insane ollie, like literally an hour and a half ago. But it's we spent the entire day like sledgehammering out this curb and <laughs> setting mm. the whole thing up. But it's stuff like that where, you know, it took five minutes to film it but well maybe not five minutes but the actual filming part is just part of it i guess so tim if you could put together an ideal team right of people to accompany you as a filmer because you just mentioned going to home depot doing some light uh mason slash demolition work on your own um Mm -hmm. what what would your like ideal like if you had to if you had to do it like a movie like i say a film crew what would like who would be in the van with you plus the skater or skaters oh that's like the the people that are down for the cause kind of down for the cause man um bobby bills another filmer was there sledgehammering away today i gotta shout him out he was like putting in a lot of work for us uh kyle was doing a lot of sledgehammering too uh jamie foy is very down for the cause as well he'll like be the first one to whip out the bondo and fix some shit up so you're low-key uh, telling me that you're, you're trying to put together like a little uh you know general contracting company yeah yeah we could we could get that together like on the side like it'd be a little like a side hustle yeah for sure a little drywall like hanging drywall i think it's more destructive <laughs> than creative <laughs> more destructive you yeah <laughs> you got a point yeah, but you got to start like, somewhere like, you'd be like hey fulton and foy masonry and uh construction and hauling services how can i help you <laughs> and uh Ashada will do his own bondo jobs sometimes but i have to watch over him for sure is, <laughs> is that like he wants is that like he wants the bondo job to be his way or what is that uh you know everyone wants to kind of do their own bondo job it's just like a thing where you whip it out and everyone's like "Ooh, we're bondoing something you know it's kind of like the it's last fine. preserve of the last preserve where you know, maybe they aren't sledgehammering, but uh, bond. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want a bondo. Like, is that yeah, the for part? Sure. <laughs> uh, I guess you could say that. I'm not. I'm not trying to put any words in your mouth, man. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> and then, Tim, I got a question for you. Then I want to pitch it over to Jason. Um, this past weekend, neighbor skate shop over in Lamert Park here in LA uh, held a block party uh, to do a sneak preview of the video before it dropped on this past Monday, but also to celebrate the shoe. And the turnout was wild, and it was really, really fun. Uh, you know, talk to us about it and what the day like uh, was, was for you. Um, you know, we got to meet in person, face-to-face. Um, and actually, there were a lot of heavy hitters around. I mean, Sal Barbier was there. I mean, we could go on all day. Like, a bunch of folks from Deluxe all flew down from the Bay Area. Nike folks came down from, uh, came down from Portland. A lot of skaters from just all over LA, plus the whole hood was there. You know, there was a lot of folks from the neighborhood. Uh, tell us what that was like and what it felt like to have something that you worked on so closely with Ishad be received by the public like that. Yeah, I mean, I got to shout out Neighbors and Nike for that one. Like, they really put on and made like such an amazing event. Like, that whole block party with just like food and Nike set up like a whole skate park with keen ramps and I don't know it was really amazing just they shut down that whole street and I don't know it was just really cool to see everyone come out so is Ishad making a Sodi push this year there was the beer chug it was a great clip there was the beer chug clip that checks the box (laughs) is that a box we always say like Robbie Brockle used to always say there was like a Sodi checklist and he was like oh so you need a cover you need Mm -hmm. um you need a like two really good parts and maybe one mediocre part, and then you need one giant kink rail. That was like the checklist that he would always say. Okay, how many how many so, parts does does this one count for a shot? I don't know. That's a good question. Three songs. Okay. I mean, he might have it the whole thing checked off already. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I could you know I just said he filmed a couple clips the other day, so I could definitely see him putting out a something but i don't know we'll see there's no plans of anything yet 
yeah, back to process type questions. Uh, there are a bunch of different locations in this video. There's like SF, almost like a whole SF section, your usual LA spot, some some Philly, a little bit of Princeton, New Jersey in there. What were those trips like? I mean, did you go out in the van or fly out or what was that whole deal like? Yeah, so I got a story for that SF trip because that was um, a pretty insane one. I got a call from um, Mac. He's a filmer for Deluxe in the Bay. And he was like, hey, there's all these new spots popping up up here. Um, you should bring a shot up here. And uh, the new spots were the Kickflip from Feeble line spot with like the ledges before it, if you guys remember yeah, yeah. that one. And then um, that wooden spot that, oh, he does the lip slide there, like the on top of the bench. There's a, People have been skating it a bunch. Um, it's right on the water there. But uh, anyways, yeah, I got that call. So I hit up a shot. He was down. It was right in, like I was talking about those windows. It was right in that window when he was just like stacking and going super hard. So it just worked out like super well. We went up there for, it wasn't a long trip. It was maybe five days. And I think we came back with like 18 clips or something like that. Like, I don't know. It was just we were all tripping out. It was just me, Ashad, Gage, and Tanner. So the crew was really small, and they were just tripping on Ashad as well. Like, we were just, like, watching it happen, just in awe. Hell yeah. I think the other question that I have is, uh, tell us about this, the process of selecting music for a skate video in 2022. Um, because it's definitely not what it was from when we all started skating, and even compared to, say, five or ten years ago um it continues to get more complicated convoluted and there's a big difference say for any company under deluxe deciding that they want to put out a video versus say a bunch of people who want to do a homie video and say who gives a shit we'll just put whatever music we want yeah that's always like a internal battle that we have of you know you see all these companies putting it on youtube and it's like fuck like why don't we just do that but you know there's um pros to putting it on thrasher still even though this one, as far as music, was probably probably the toughest one, probably the toughest video project I've ever worked on as far as getting rights to music. I mean, four songs is going to be tough, but um, like I was saying earlier, the video part was supposed to come out closer to the shoe release, and we had a Cool G rap song as the middle song, and it oh, was shit. like oh, wow. pretty much fully cleared, and... Uh, like right before the release, I guess they showed it to Cool G Rap and he was like, nah. And so what? we just, it was like about to come out and we just had to go back to the drawing board and just like find a new song. So that shit's always annoying, but I don't know. It, there's value in it. And just, just for my own personal uh, edification, what, because I'm a big fan, what was the Cool G Rap song? Oh man, I'd actually have to look it up. I can tell. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. But um, did Ishad have any input as far as the music goes? Because like Bahama Dia is from Philly, and he's from Philly, so I was wondering if there was like a connection there or anything. Yeah, he actually picked those first two songs. Like when I was saying he was involved with this, that was kind of one of the things I meant. Like he was very involved with the music, and then the third song, Mason Silva actually picked. And Mason has exceptional taste. Um, and for the record, the song was Ill Street Blues uh, by Cool G Rap and DJ Polo. Mm. Damn, that, that would have been crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and Tim, like, um, did you have songs in mind? Like, did you have a bank of stuff? Or, uh, or you and Isha, did you have a bank of stuff? Or was it um, something that kind of came to you as time went on? Yeah, I had a bank of stuff that I was sending him. And I, I just like I was saying earlier, wanted him to be stoked on this project. So he had like his own ideas and I think it, I think they turned out great. I liked those songs. So I was more than happy to use them. Yeah. Well, one, one thing I noticed about this video is a lot of skaters, they just have, you know, one outfit that, that they run all the time. They might wear like a different, you know, different color sponsor t-shirt or something. Ishad runs like a bunch of different outfits, some like crazy coats and whatnot really like very type of shit like what how does he go into like his gear selection like on a day-to-day -day basis <laughs> i don't know if i could answer that one for you oh okay all right, all right. <laughs> but one thing uh i could tell you is as we were watching the part like 
once it was all finished, just doing a little check over everything, making sure it's all good. He was like, damn, I'm stoked how many different shoes I have on in this part. <laughs> yeah, well, I noticed that. Man. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. The fit game was crazy, but I think the, the absolute standout was the Louis Vuitton. Oh, excuse me. It was a, a Burberry bucket hat. <laughs> I didn't even notice that, to be honest. Dog. Dog. <laughs> it was, I, I mean, and, and I've heard a couple of people say that they have taken style tips from Ishad. And he's not only an amazing skater, but also somebody that people want to emulate. And that's something that's kind of rare. Um, it's one thing to start dressing a certain way because of uh, a trend like the, the Goofy Boy era from back in the day. But every now and again, you'll have skaters who are just so fly. You know, Keenan Milton, Harold Hunter, Kareem at his peak. Uh, Jamie Thomas was inspiring a lot of people to do, you know, Taipan Scarecrow thing. So, you know, on top of that, Ishad is a, is, is a style icon as well. So, you know, I guess I, I'm wondering um, if you can divulge, can we be expecting any other colorways to be dropping this year? Um, anything else that we should expect? Because, like, the shoes are hot and they're definitely all over L.A. Uh, this isn't your question, but I will say when he showed up that night in the chunky donkey dunks, we were like, we got to get a line in these tonight. <laughs> yeah, that definitely stood out. <laughs> yeah, that one was sick. Um, okay, sorry. What was your question one more time? So like the, the question is, uh, can we anticipate any, um, uh, any upcoming colorways, maybe like a mid top version for those of us who need a little extra ankle protection? I mean, like I just mentioned, the shoe's popular. Uh, definitely seen a lot of kids running it all over town since it dropped. I couldn't tell you about the mid-top. I'm not sure about that. But I was over at his place a couple days ago, and he has this huge box of, like, you know, promo colorways and stuff like that. And uh, he showed me some Sixers colorways, which I thought were really sick. And then oh, there's, sick. like, a million other ones that who knows if they'll go into production or not. But they're they're coming. Oh, wow. So that's going to be something that might become huge in uh, the Mid-Atlantic, but specifically for, for Sixers fans in Philly. Yeah, the Sixers shoes were, were looking nice. Ooh, dang. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what. One thing he's doing is bringing back the T-shirt under the jersey. That oh, yeah, it's good. It's good that, has, that hasn't been a thing since, like, the early 2000s. We used to run that shit all the time. So that, that's a hard body look. And, you know, if this is going to be a summer of people being outside, outside, I'd like to see more of that. Hopefully with cool jerseys, though. I back that. I back that. I, I will say he also ran the Travis Scott dunk in the part. I think it was a front tail heel flip out at USC. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll put it the nice way. He made it the he, – he, he came the closest to making that shoe look good. Oof, shots fired. My goodness. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't like that. You can pull it off. I mean, he, yeah, he, he, he got the clip. <laughs> Can we expect a My War or a rough cut or maybe like another full part, maybe like a, an all transition part? Um, there'll probably be something. Like I was saying, like nothing's like filmed or anything yet, but I wouldn't, I would suspect another part is going to come out. But there, I'm sure there'll be a rough cut. Um, I've already put some of that stuff together. And okay. then I think we're going to do a little edit with all of the footage from that SF trip just to show people how insane it was. Yeah, that's it, though. Awesome. Thank you. Kind of kind of, kind of winding down here because uh, you're going to take off at this point on video or not. And let's just maybe uh, confine it to the filming of this part. What's the craziest thing you, you, you saw Shad do? Um, wait, you say off the board? Oh, well, I'd love to. I, I yeah, off the board and on the board. Oh, wait, okay, okay. Wait, off and on. Okay, uh, on the board, man. I think I put it on Instagram not too long ago. But that backsmith he did on that kink rail in Oklahoma City—that oh, was oh, yeah. an insane one to see go down. Um, in that yellow four-star tee, that was a while back, but that was that was a crazy one to see him do. It was just casual, but. Just such a banger. Yeah, that one was. Um, Does he still just run four star every now and then, or is all that box mm, stuff? Or that gone? was that was a while back. <laughs> okay. A while back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about what about filming for this part? Like, what's the craziest one I saw him do? Yeah, and maybe maybe you didn't even film it, or maybe it was a warm up, or just like 
what what stands out in your mind? Mm, I guess I just got to shout out that 50-50 in SF. That was the last trick. It's kind of hard to tell how fucked up that is, but it's just a spot that, you know, it's at the island in San Francisco and everyone goes there. A lot of people have been there, but no one just even looks at that at that as an option. It's just so quick and... I don't know. That was a crazy one to watch him do because it was kind of a mind battle of just getting himself to hop on it. Cool. Yeah, that I mean, it came so late. It was like, OK, this is obviously messed up, but so much has happened. You're like, wait, what? You, you ended it cool where it's like, all right, we're done. Like you just <laughs> it, it, it's like eight, nine minutes. And I know I definitely saw people talking about it on Twitter, like could have been five more minutes of footage. Wouldn't have cared. Would have been great. It's a damn good Yeah, part. for sure. And then, yeah, I it's, mean, it's one of those, uh, what's that uh, old Midwest Marauder, or not Midwest Marauder, uh, Weekend Warriors, remember the bonus? And you guys were like, you, you go there, you do that. Oh, that was, that was that in the, uh, God, that was the, that was the Benji Meyer, Mike Munzenreiter director's cut, like, uh, what are the, uh, director's commentary. Yeah, 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 that was sick. <laughs> but it's well, one yeah. of those tricks where it's like you gotta go there and you gotta you gotta check it out first. Go there, do that. Like, yeah, you you go there, you do see that. See it, see it, and do it. <laughs> right on. Any any uh, last call on questions for Tim? Nope. Just a pleasure to have you here with us, yeah. Tim. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming out. Oh, that's sick that you made Boondog. Like that. That's a sick vid. Hell yeah! Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, our pleasure. Well. Do, do you still have time? I mean, you were talking about what Ishad was stoked on. What are you stoked on this week? Um, I am just currently riding the high off of that Kyle Ollie. <laughs> I am stoked on that. I was, uh, I'm excited for people to see that one. Hell yeah. Is he, I, I was watching the shake junk video. Is he still bald? Like shaved head? Yeah, that's a recent thing. Actually, that was like a month ago. The shaved head. I watched I watched that clip, the one clip in there. I'm like, whoa, whoa who's this dude? Kind of Kyle yeah, Walker ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he pulled up with the bald head, looking wild. We're like, whoa, holy shit! Right on. Um, good it it, uh, it fits. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of a gnarlier, gnarlier do. I like it. Um, where yeah, can yeah. people find you on the internet if they want to, you know, watch clips you filmed or whatever? Um, I'm on Instagram at Fulton Seven. That's probably the best place. Cool. They can they can probably track you down on YouTube too and watch old like boondoggle uh, throwaway montages and whatnot. So uh, for sure, I I haven't looked at that stuff in a long time, but uh, it's up there. If you want to check it out, just in 480p or something like that. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, Tim Fulton, thanks for taking the time to to come on tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Cool. Man, take Later, care, guys. Be safe, yeah, bro. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Have fun in yep. Phoenix. Thanks. All right. And then there were three. And now that we have our three, we're on to our second topic. The ongoing content drought has ended with a video deluge. And since there's so many new clips that have just come out, we're going to do a little something different and do a rapid fire, rapid fire takes on the new releases. I'm throwing it over to Patrick right away. Mr. Kagongo, did you anticipate? that shake john's shrimp blunt which i watched today and is something else did you know that was going to be the feel-good movie of the spring or like did anybody know that nope had no idea it was kind of like uh the bronze video that dropped it right at the beginning of 2020 i thought it was going to be a harbinger of great times i was wrong but i still love the video but shrimp blunt was first of all the skating was fantastic nice to see dustin dolan as usual dustin dolan skating to Kraftwerk. um apparently it's uh, Beagle who DJed it, who uh, did a DJ mix for the soundtrack. And that man has amazing taste. I've, I've seen him DJ in person, and he's really, really good. And the skits, were, the skits were actually funny. Like, it was a little bit of a, I got a little bit of a De La Soul vibe in there. You know, it was like a, a little bit juvenile, but still just kind of like, I, I enjoy this. I mean, what did you all think about it? Because it was like, it was a fun video. Like that feels like something you could put on and everyone's going to be, you know, right before going skating and people would be like, no, 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 Let's, let's, let's run that back. Let's watch it again. Well, well, yeah, I, um, I was impressed by the production values in this video. Uh, well, right off the bat from the beginning, um, I was psyched that Beagle was using, uh, some shake jump brand chicken broth 
to make the uh, the gumbo or whatever dish he was making there. But yeah, it's sick. It's kind of like, um, you know, all your favorites from the Shake Junt extended universe, you know? I absolutely love the, God, it's like a five minute intro, but it held my attention just because it's, it's so bought into what it's trying to do. No half step in. It is cooking some shrimp while smoking a blunt. Something happens. Ridiculous product tie-ins. There's like a sincerity to it all. And it's actually funny and goofy and kind of a throwback in skate videos. And then, yeah, the, the, um, the extended mix in terms of music and then inst- extended mix in terms of just, it's, a, it's about 39 minutes of just straight skating. Like it all works. It's, it, I'd put that video, if, if, it were, if it had come out in like 2009, my buddy used to w- live in a, like kind of a warehouse spot and we put video on like I put that video on with the audio way up like during a party and I think people would be feeling it. Oh, like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's super yeah. good. As uh, I was trying to remember if there was another video with like a properly mixed soundtrack and the only one I could think of was freaking Sky Pager. What about mixtape? Oh, yeah. Mixtape. I yeah, mean, mixtape uh, mix was mainly i think that was that's mostly, mostly stretch like and bobito uh, but the yeah, transitions like, yeah. were good yeah the transitions were good yeah it was mainly the stretch and bob freestyles but yeah it did have some some mix in there maybe there was some digital video or some canadian video from the aughts that sounds like something those guys would do like the that whole yesterday's tomorrow thing i, I know we're trying to do rapid fire um and please pick up for the next one after this but can we say that like three six mafia is the thing that really brings a lot of people together like, if somebody hands you the aux cord and you put on 3.6, is anybody really going to get mad? No, yeah. I mean, you got, like, the skaters, hip-hop heads. Because, like, I think I was playing... I was not. Real quick. I know this is supposed to be rapid fire. 1100 RPM. I think I was playing 3.6 Mafia one time. I was cooking or whatever. And, like, my someone was like, oh, why, why are you listening to Funk or whatever? Like, P-H-O-N-K. Then I was like, what? And apparently there's, like, that's a whole new genre that's... You know, heavily influenced by three six that whole production style or whatever that the kids are into these days. So that kind of tripped me out. I mean, this is a, a hot take, but um, you know, the Oscars are coming up soon, and I'm just thinking about three six mafia winning the Oscars. And if legendary, you want, legendary. Yeah, moment. if you want my honest opinion, I think three six mafia winning the Oscar for best song is a more significant hip hop moment than this past uh, Super Bowl halftime show, the West Coast Wash Fest, is what I called it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like, it was 3-6 Mafia. And also, it's like, the South has been running hip-hop for the last 20 years. And I'm a New Yorker saying this. So, shout-out to 3-6 Mafia. It's their world we're just living in. On to the next. I, I will add, before we go on to the next, that the Shake Junt tent is very large. You might even call it a big tent. <laughs> it's got... Heshers, stoners, some Canadian freshies, old school baker heads, top tier dudes, Jamie Foy in there. They're 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 handling biz. That was a great video. And I am not a fan of Shake Junk graphic grip. All right, moving on to the next one. Jason, did gray areas push button to destroy the world go into well, go too far into modern skateboarding? Or did it take care of at least some of your Euro, Eurotech needs? So oh, there, there was there was some Eurotech shit in there. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, I love the whole like you know former Eastern Bloc country, you know abandoned plaza spot porn. That's some of my favorite shit. And the first dude, Palencia, he had some cool shit. I, I assume he's Croatian. I don't know why I'm assuming that, but Croatian, <laughs> Croatia, Albania, one, one of those places. Like there's one ledge spot he skates. It's it's like these long ass ledges all in a row with some trees. It looks like it's on some Croatian harbor or something. That spot was pretty good. That dude was pretty sick. But yeah, I don't know if you said this, Mike, or someone else in the notes or maybe the group chat. But like a lot of underutilized spots here. Like there would be some like amazing plaza, but they would like just kind of like rig some pole jam. You know what I mean? It's like put some metal up to one of those poles that everyone kickflips over are those bollards is that what you call that those poles that are meant to like keep cars from driving into a building or whatever is that what you call those yeah 
yeah, shout out, shout out the homie Dan. But um, yeah, so a lot of underutilized spots, I think, like there would be some you know amazing positive. They would just do like a couple of wallies or whatever. But I did dig like the weird kind of Eastern block, like 70s jazz fusion rock soundtrack. They should have just ran that for the whole thing because that that goes really well. Yeah, and that's uh that stuff is great for sampling. Um, what is that? Uh, God, there's that. Uh, it is a Hungarian song that Kanye sampled at the end of New Slaves. It's the girl that I know the, the the translation of the title. Um, anyway, it'll come back to me. Anyway, sorry, but I liked it, and you you are right. Like, is there a point where is there a point where galaxy brain spots become too much? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I don't know, M- modern skateboarding where it's like drop-ins to a grind on a bar straight off the drop-in or like prop up a thing to kickflip a bollard or wh- what are the other examples? It's like prop things up, drop in on things, do a very basic board slide and then like a 360 flip afterwards. It's It seems like kind of a waste when you're in Europe and these spots are just pristine and you've got banks that offer you like a thousand other options than the one they do. I, it's a super cool video. I, I mean, Templeton, Templeton shared it on Twitter and that's why I like shared. That's a funny thing. He, tw- he put it on Twitter and um, I got to look up my, my, uh, I should look it up, but he, he, he definitely flagged Agata's, um What's her last name? I might have to pause here. Oh dang! I just put Agatha in the notes. Agatha. Wait, I wait, wait. I have I have the free website open right now. Okay, Agatha Halakowska. Yeah, yeah. She ripped. She she like ended the the montage. Well, it's not even a montage. It's like a thirteen minute video. She ended it. Good street skating. Very cool. Like ride on nose grind backside backside nose grind. Shove it out. Yeah, that 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 was some cool shit. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good to have so many videos to talk about. You guys got yeah. anything to add on this one? Um, are we good on propped up tile kickflips over pop over bollards? I think it's washed. I think it's done. It's, <laughs> it's washed. We're good. Yeah, it's it's, it's too. It's becoming a little bit too much. Um, like that clip that's been circulating of a bunch of kids trying to create a manual pad with uh boards on their sides with a big piece of plywood stupid this is what what happens (laughs) this is what happens when you cut funding to schools and nobody learns physics so so here's the thing like around here in the year 2000 it was literally a single summer we would we'd have like a little piece of plywood and a a sign or a piece of sheet metal and maybe you'd find some uh you know packing crates like whatever you could make to raise up and build a little bump like that was the thing at the time and it only lasted a summer because we're like it got to be a joke like oh we could build a bump to something and then it's like no actually that's whack so yeah propping up something be it a grate be it in a i don't know like the cover of an electrical hookup like nah it's washed it's done but yeah like you said that girl agatha is like uh you know definitely something like they mentioned in the little free on free skate mag little right up there that she's on or at least associated with like polar and nike but yeah that mm-hmm. was definitely some of the coolest street skating from a woman i've seen you know come out of the the euro the euro scene for sure i don't know yeah it was I, good maybe after the summer we should just say like that's enough we we you know like, we've seen enough when like you know you, they're even propping up the grates or whatever with like somebody's skateboard maybe two and those dudes just have to sit and watch as you launch ramp onto something. Wait, along these lines, someone on Twitter pointed this out to me that I was totally unaware of. Like, you know, some of those Cali like bump to bars that are like on the side of like one of those school trailers. Yep. yep. Like on metal. They told me that people would like go under them and prop them up so that the bump was more pronounced, like at a higher angle. Oh, word? Yeah. Yeah. That tripped me out. Oh, I didn't realize that. Man. Keep an eye out for it, and all of a sudden, it's all you see. Oh my goodness! And there's well, like a certain type of it. There, it's like um, the bump to bar isn't, you know, obviously isn't anything solid, but it's like a modular thing. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. And um, yeah, it's an absolute veto. Don't do that. Yeah, no, please, please stop. What else? Uh, there was a lot popping out there. Greats and such. Oh no! Uh, in terms of videos. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we got to... we got a couple more in the rapid you're, fire. You're trying to get get me to move it along. Um, <laughs> we, okay, we got a, we got a, we got a couple more in the old magazine. I, I'm I'm going uh, kind of off off script for what we have written down since Tim had to get going. Patrick quarter snacks Vans Mallorca. Did you watch that one? Yes, I did, and I was very very jealous. Um, it looked amazing, and uh, Danny Brady's in there, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, it's always a pleasure watching him skate, and I know he's kind of the everyman at Palace doing a million things at once, so just to see him out skating and see him out on a trip is awesome, and I like this series, uh, you know, went to X place for nothing, like went to Paris for nothing, went to Milan for nothing, uh, where do y'all think would be a good place for them to go next? Helsinki. In the winter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but didn't probably I, not in the winter. <laughs> I think I think people have been to all, like, Every island in the Mediterranean, like Cyprus, maybe. My homie Cyprus? went to Cyprus in like 2001 for a skate trip. It's yeah. happened. Was, was oh, that yeah, yeah. There, yes, yeah. Cyprus, Sardinia, Sicily, we know. Sicily's, yeah, Sicily has all the spot porn. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this this video was some really sick spot porn, I thought. And I, I finally learned the location of that weird-ass bank spot with those like two like statues kind of like adjacent to each other. That Looks have fantastic. no, yeah, yep. that have really no reason to be like such perfect banks, just like in the middle of nowhere. I always wondered where that was from all the palace videos and shit. But yeah, this is some like grade A spot porn. That one plaza looks amazing with like the you know the ledges down the stairs and shit, and then like the benches. I think that I think they did a uh, one of those Atlantic drifts over there. I may be wrong, not hundred percent sure, but it seems familiar. Like I think it was like Gustav and Shane O'Neill and some people. Oh yeah, um, which is the one with like the really super long uh, Tom Knox UK line? Where did Saint they go? Peters, maybe. Oh, where? Tom Knox UK line. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tom Knox UK. Where got... Basically, someone's chasing him around a plaza, and the filming yeah. is incredible. I think. That yeah, might... that's Mallorca. Yeah, I, I think, think that's that might that... be that plaza. It's like stairs and small hubble edges. Yeah, I mean, shit. It's always tight to see uh, Etienne ripping, still doing his thing. Etienne is so tight. Yeah, he's good, and Nick Michael. Yep, Nick Michael. That's one yeah. of those names. Nobody. Is, yeah, Nick Michael. We're we're gonna agree on that. Is it is That's it Nick Michael, years. Nick Michelle, or Nick Michael? No, no, it's it's Michael. I, um, I think somebody. Oh, I, I think we had interviewed somebody who who corrected us on that. Okay. Michael, li- pro for frog. Listen, pro- frog has some rippers, dude. Don't be fooled by the fucking Microsoft Paint esque graphics. <laughs> yeah, it's part of their charm. I like they it. Got, yeah, they kind of have a low key like heavy squad. I think. So, so Nick Michael, oh shit, I did it again. You, you get these sticky, like, you never say these names out loud, and then you have to say them out loud when you're doing a skateboarding podcast, and it's just impossible not to unstick your brain. Nick Michael, 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 help me out here, guys. Nick Michael. Nick Michael. Nick Michael. <laughs> Mike Michael He Jordan. showed out in that video where, and this is all due respect to everybody else, but, you know, they're doing a one-off trip, to Mallorca, it's probably super fun to do everything but skating there. And he had some damn good clips in that video where it's like, oh, you're you're there for seven days, I don't know, ten days, and you're doing stuff like this this many times over. Like that dude rips. He got a lot of good shit in probably a compressed amount of time. All right, what's next? Mm. And we're up to fire. So I'm sparking off Cater Adidas video. I'm taking up comment on the cater adidas video which he released on his own youtube video big power move i really think that young dude is at the forefront of modern hammer skating in that it's not the quote-unquote modern skateboarding end quote that we were talking about with one of those other videos where it's like maybe it's overthinking it and it's maybe too trend focused like cater just straight rips he five o's big rails he kick flips big shit he is maybe one of the most solid skaters this side of Ishad. And he's also got insanely good personal brand management based on the fact that, you know, he just like puts this clip up on his YouTube video or video player. I'll just sound outdated. Video Bush and <laughs> the Google, <laughs> you know, the Google, um, the Google. Put it up on the Google? No, it's on the YouTube. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah, this part was pretty decent. I don't think it was uh, Cater at his full at, at his full powers. The the nose bun table, nose bun table, nose bun side on the table was uh, beautiful, of course. 
that one kickflip, you know, that was the ender. That was in his first Adidas ad. That was pretty tight. But yeah, he's got a couple years before it. Once once he gets like a couple years older, gets a little more power, he'll be like a beast. But yeah, he's uh he's in his window, man. The next three years is his window. Yeah, and uh, he's he's nineteen. Is this his window? Maybe. Yeah. The yeah. The, you know, these days is different, but I I still think that the time when the skater is skating the best is like twenty three, like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. You know, I think um, the thing about Cater, I, I really enjoyed that Jenkem interview with him, um, which was something I was stoked oh, on yeah. last week. Whenever. And what's really interesting here is that I wonder. I wonder what it would be like to have Cater, you know, team up with somebody like Tim, who was just on the show, and really focus and say, I'm just going to take a year and make the part. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's Tim, maybe it's Strobeck, and what that, what he could potentially deliver. Because, you know, you get the feeling like, you know, Shot is amazing and continues to be great, but that's been continual greatness. Cater was amazing out the gate, and he's, as he's gotten taller, stronger, you know, and better. And really coming into his own style, it's just beautiful to watch. And you wonder what it would be like to get him, you know, very similar to like certain, uh, you know, certain soccer players, basketball players. You put him on the right team with the right coaching. And the next thing you know, it's hardware city. I would love to see something like that for Cater. Like, I know he likes to chill. I know he likes to hang out. God bless him. But what would it be like to be like, I'm just 100% focused. I'm spending a year putting out the part to end all parts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that because like with the Strobeck stuff, it's kind of like one trick here, one trick there. And you're like, damn, that was like the most perfect, like whatever, kickflip backside, tailside I've ever, I've ever seen, you know? So, yeah, I mean, if you're right, if it was really like on the team, that was like, all right, we're going to make like an epic legendary part, you know, what, what could happen. So, yeah, that would be sick. What about Ishad versus Cater? <laughs> Whoa. Like on some day one like versus a, Rodney type yeah, shit. Yeah, like yeah, that oh yeah, that that's yeah, that would be something. Nike Re- needed to re-sign Cater. <laughs> no, make um, it one of those things like you know we're all in the same gang. Adidas and Nike together present. Wow. Yeah, that would be that would be something. Or even just like a little Tim and Henry promo. Just some dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just like imagine just the two of them together in the same video. I mean, I, I wanted, I, you know, now in hindsight, we should ask Tim, like, how much um, kind of collaboration there is between Filmer and Skater in terms of, like, Ishad. And, I mean, we've, we, we've famously heard Templeton talk about filming Steve Barra where he doesn't think he did the trick. He doesn't think Steve Barra did the trick enough, well enough. He stops filming, turns around, and learns that only Steve Barra makes that call. Like, what is the level of collaboration that, you know, again, wish I'd have asked Tim about that. But yeah, who's telling Cater what to do? Because I think that is important. I think that, I mean, you look at those, the, the, the Baker video and you look at Shrimp Blunt and you got to think Beagle's kind of being like, yo, Drew, I'm imagining that's what he calls Andrew Reynolds. Like, you know, maybe do this, maybe do that, maybe do this, you know, where it's, where it's collaborative. It'd be super dope to see, you know, and know about more skaters and what that process is and how they like make their stuff better. Because I know, I don't know, we've all written stuff professionally one way or another. Having an editor is great. But it, it feels yeah. like yeah, it's part of the whole deal. Yeah. But like whether you're a skater or a writer, a musician, whatever, it's a certain like experience that leads you to the point where you really get to appreciate having an editor. When you're younger, you always feel like, I can do this, don't tell me what to do. It's only when you're older and have a bit more experience that you learn to really value that collaboration that comes from sitting down with somebody and having them help you refine your ideas. So it's not for the young-hearted, not the young at heart, but the literal young. I mean, what, do do you want Cater to be like Nija? I mean, who who was Nigel's editor though? Was was that his you know estranged father? That I don't I don't know if that lines up. I'm not sure. Well, well I guess like it's somebody with whom everything is calculated, and you know, there's a you can tell that there is a, a multi point decision process around the skating, the filming, everything like that. You know, Cater is like is loose, but my goodness, like even like a hint of structure would you know you'd be like, my God, this is like this is top 10 of all time part here, there, whatever. 
right? And the shit is like just his like his leftovers are amazing. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. You don't want to restrain anybody, and I think you know the quote unquote best editors let the artist, writer, skater shine through, but there there's nudges. You know, it's a it's a it's a soft handed game. Yeah, like with the whole like Ternasky thing, like people hated him, dude. Like Mark Gonzalez hated him. There was a whole like, you know, 75 foot handrail thing with Jason Lee, you know, maybe that whole like, you know, that whole vibe was the reason why that, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, Mike, Mikey and them left to do girls. So yeah, I don't know. It's tricky, man. It's, it's hard. And like, uh, Jason, you point on a really important fact, like when you're younger and you have, you achieve a certain amount of success based off of that talent, it can be challenging when somebody rolls up to you and says, actually, you could do this better. Actually, I want you to try this again. Um, it almost like it feels like you're taking a direct hit to your ego. We're all grown ass men, and we know that part of life is, is 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 taking your lumps, and part of life is also a being willing to take constructive criticism or advice and admitting when you're wrong or realizing that you could do something better. Um, and that's just that's just time. It's maturity. Uh, some people learn it at a younger age than others, but you know, eventually it, it happens to most people. Last quick hit video. Ryan Lay, who previewed last night, we're filming or filming on Wednesday. I'll just leave that in. We're filming on Wednesday. Last night, Ryan Lay, pro skateboarder and skate Twitter luminary, I guess is a fair way to put it. He put out a clip today, which he previewed yesterday. It's called Ryan Lay, DR in color. Jason, you caught that one today. What did you think about yeah, that? Yeah, um, this was some cool shit. Usually people go to Puerto Rico to skate but just thought this was also some chill spot porn and yeah maybe around Lee has the right idea like you know tell you what next girl my next girlfriend we'll go on a little trip to dr i'll skate and whatnot and i'll buy her a bbo on me <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's nothing uh, but then like shorty's gotta also film you as well um because yeah yeah i yeah, don't know how it'll work with like oh after the surgery like walking around filming i don't know might be rough but recommended whatever. bed rest yeah. uh i think it's dope that um uh ryan and his girlfriend uh, went on this trip and she filmed um significant other spouse cam whatever you want to call it is always really dope and i think uh first of all shout out to shout out to all my dominicans out there shout out to all my delomio personnel Yo, I just love the idea of folks deciding to take those like uh, what you call it the those snowbird you know snowbird uh, take advantage of those snowbird prices you know just be like oh we're yeah. leaving New York we're going wherever we're gonna go to DR we're gonna go to Puerto Rico we're gonna go to Dominica like imagine just doing a, a tour of the Caribbean you know oh hell yeah you go like oh yeah I, I don't know if there's any spots in the Bahamas I'm trying to think when I was there don't remember seeing anything but who knows yeah you go to, like Bahamas DR PR. We need, we need Turks? Eli Reed. We need Eli Reed to, yeah, to take we, us yeah, all back ser- to Jamaica. Yeah, ser- yeah seriously. Um, Yo, Eli Reed, you are like you're a certified out. bad man. I, I want you to take us take us to all your favorite dance hall spots, man. Like, show us how it's done, dog. And I'm not, and I'm not hating on. It. I actually, I really appreciate his shit. I like the fact that he likes dance hall, and you know, it's a little, a little stiff, but you know, he could, he, he could hang. He could definitely hang. And like, it's impressive to see a skate rat out there daggering. That's some cool shit, <laughs> but um, but Ryan Lay is an awesome skater, and you know, also a polymath, yeah, Nally, like runner, writer. Yeah, Nolly nose blunt slide uh, specialist. One, one Pop of the out in the, the middle. Yeah, yeah, dude. Who does that? Mm-hmm. He's got like, that on. Even lock. his uh, his casual skate park footage, like for a while, he was going and just setting up a camera and saying, "What trick you want me to do?" And just like his speed and his control, like he's a an amazing skater to watch and i i really like the lane that he's in you know as somebody who's very very creative and you know is able to express himself well in a lot of different avenues you know being very complimentary of the rival podcaster very very but like this was this was tight and also like just like the the look and feel of it um i stopped right before the uh, right before the credits to get ready for the pod so um did anybody do I, did anybody do a color treatment on this? Because it also looked very good too. Yeah, th- that's what I was thinking. If like, like part of it oh, yeah. looked like Super Eight with like the what do you, what do you call it? The film, the holes or whatever. Like you see in old like film footage. I wonder. I was wondering if that was like oh the grain. 
Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I, that was post or what. If it was on on that, uh, there's um, I think it's one of the makes on that last hubba backside grinds. There is someone who is filming with a little camera using the viewfinder, and so I think that actually was. I would guess more 16 millimeter, but I am oh, yeah. very much not an expert on that realm. You know, no, I mean, like, did anybody else have the uh, experience with the shake jump video, which is great, except that like the footage came in all different, like, uh, for FPSs mm-hmm. per second. Oh yeah. I exported yeah, I kinda, very poorly. And so yeah, I kind of noticed that. that. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to come right out. That video looked like shit. <laughs> wow great soundtrack the skits looked good the you know the book ending skits look good the video itself on youtube on full screen on my macbook air like oh my god it was i i thought my brain was having conniptions but yeah it was just it, the video it can be it can be a little jarring um Finally, um, the TV that we had was my wife's from years and years ago, uh, long before we met. And then finally, we we, we bought a new uh, we bought a new uh, bought a new TV. And so this kind of thing is very, very, very noticeable on newer HD TV. And so it can be it can be a bit much. And you know, we watch videos together a lot, which is uh, I know is a, is a real privilege and really fun. But also another thing, if you like the shakedown joint, really like the Ashad joint. So. Uh, once again, if your video is passing the significant other test, like you are on some transcendent shit and that's always really cool. So shouts to y'all, but, um, I'm, I'm going to go back and rewatch the Ryan Lay joint on television after this, uh, just to get it in, in, in like, it's all, it's, uh, glory. That's, that's why I never got rid of my cathode ray tube television, even still, though it weighs 400 pounds. I like still VX, VX footage looks way better on it. Yeah, I still got one at my parents' house. It was my one from uh, from college. Um, the joint still works. Probably needs a, like a cleanup, but you know, it's it's like, do I really want to? When I was moving out here, you know, did I really want to be bringing that? It was like whatever. Oh no, dude, fuck it. Probably just go and buy one. But it is like I do have a, a pit crew sticker on it. R.I.P. Pit crew, one of the coolest hmm. skate shops in the D.M.V. Right. Well, I'd, I'd kind of be stoked on having a cathode ray tube TV. The last one I got rid of was like. 400 pounds and it took three adult men to move it three Whoa. adult anyone let's let's be clear 400. dude it was it was it was a sony trinitron and it was just idiotically heavy <laughs> what's that now, now now that's a a name i haven't heard in a long time trinitron yeah we what the fuck did that, that even mean anyway i don't know it sounds like a name of a uh, future mixtape sounds dope though right yeah, it sounds like, oh, yeah, dude, we should get this. We should get this TV it has Trinitron. Like, oh, okay. Yo, 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 Patrick, you got, you probably got the best voice out of anybody on here. Give me, give me like a couple of Trinitron. Trinitron, 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 Trinitron. Mama. Trinitron, Trinitron, Trinitron. Mama. Trinitron. Low, lower register, lower register. Trinitron, 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 Trinitron. All right. Trinitron, Trinitron. Woo! Trinitron, Trinitron, Trinitron. Mama, like that? Perfect. <laughs> I'm stoked on that. Which brings us to the end of our show where we talk about what we're stoked on this week. Patrick, what are you stoked on? All right. So this week I'm stoked on Spitfire Wheels. Um, as we had mentioned before, the Ishad shoe release party and uh, the folks at Neighbor Skate Shop and Nike SB. Kelly Bird is a very funny guy. That, that man has jokes. Shout out to him. Friends sending records in the mail, always a pleasure to get a surprise album or seven inch uh, from a buddy that you haven't seen or heard from in a long time. Uh, Been enjoying Christopher Hedges' Empire of Illusion, The End of Literacy and the Triumph of Spectacle, which is a talk that he gave uh, back in 2012, which is still quite poignant. Maryland, women's basketball, they're playing Stanford this weekend. And uh, finally, Village Psychic. Uh, Shout out to the Village Psychic gang uh, who were out here a couple weekends ago for uh, Van's shoe release, and they wrote a little piece about it, and we'll link in the show notes. Jason, what you stoked on this week? Bomb. Well, uh, Tim told us about filming in SF with uh, the real crew. Uh, Also in San Francisco, there's a little hard company called Venture Trucks. Uh, Stoked on them. Stoked on a hardcore show I went to a couple weekends ago, uh, the band Converge. Hadn't seen them in literally like 25 years, and uh, they didn't play any of the same songs from then because they have like, whole new catalog but it was sick to get it out to a show did not get in the pit 
did not have time to practice all my moves, but it was still sick to, um, you know, go to show and whatnot. And like Patrick, stoked on March Madness. Uh, shout out to late Terps. Although I know Mike will agree with me that the first weekend of the NBA playoffs pretty much blows March Madness away. Um, still yep. stoked to see like a bunch of sick games, like boom, 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 all in a row, you know, Saturday and Sunday. So that was sick. Mike, what are you stoked on this week? I think I'm stoked on as I just delete like what I was going to talk about on the show notes. All the Minnesota tie-ins, like we got Village Psychic dudes. They're both uh, not giving up too much on their identities. They stay low key, but like a couple Minnesota boys out in LA, you know, work working things. Tim Fulton, he it, like this is all Twin Cities too. I should be clear, like Twin Cities, Minnesota. Tim Fulton came out of the East suburbs, and he's you know doing big cool things you mentioned davis torgerson one of my favorite skaters of all times he's from the western suburbs where i'm from just you know i i I remain forever stoked on minnesota skateboarding it's an unlikely place due to the snow that we just got rid of and we might get like you know within the next month's time we're due for maybe a foot of snow on a random night or maybe we're in the clear, but skateboarding's not easy here. And it's always super cool to know that people do a bunch of stuff with skateboarding here, despite the difficulties. So I'm stoked on that. That's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out mostlyskateboarding.net for links and other show notes. Thanks, Templeton, for doing that every week, except when I do it. I'm not doing it this week, though. Until then, you can keep up with us online. Patrick, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter under the handle at Colonel K Speaks, or you can find me on Instagram at P Kigongo, and you can also find me doing work with the Harold Hunter Foundation. Uh, and I think I will have some exciting news about that coming up soon. Jason, where can the people find you on the internet? On Twitter at Carbonite1994, on Instagram at Frozen Carbonite, and writing stuff for quartersnacks.com. Working on it, working on stuff for second quarter. So be on the lookout. Mike, where can the people find you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter under the same handle at M Munzenrider. That's it for the show. Flair. Oh, uh, yeah. Word up. Word the mother. It comes you out with another one, y'all. We're going to swing this like this. Like this. I'm right in front of my front steps, thinking of a plan. Looking like Raggedy Ann or going hand, kicking a can. Thinking of a bank to pull some banking, because I'm dead and stinking. So all my shoes winking, t-shirt is shrinking. Soon I see some thighs and my eyes open wide. Quick, who's that with the chick? Bill blast my sidekick. What's up, black? Give us hand a smack. Then up pulls a Cadillac, your baby will be back. Jump right on the side, not too many people sure. us. Thinking about who gotta get robbed, because the mob got a job for us. They drove us down to the southern section Of town where the clowns dare be paying for protection They want us to send up My sister Jiminy Bartender Lend a friend the money next to ripping off his car fenders He's coming up short cause he snorts Coke, dope, nope, and hope he don't get caught He owes some Benjamin Franklin's Every last bit of them But Jimmy's pockets are empty So now we gotta get rid of them But Jimmy's wife is with him And they don't wanna involve her Hopped out the back seat They gave me a revolver Blast you, distract him While I go and whack him Shot of the bar and then attacked him He's screaming for his life Reaching for his wife Shot him in the back of the head And tricked him with a knife And that goes for anybody They gotta pay their dues You lose Cause I got the ill street blues You lose Cause I got the ill street blues You lose Cause I got the ill street blues You lose Cause I got the ill street blues You lose Cause I got the ill street Suckers are clobber Because my town is full of cops and robbers You're not promised tomorrow In this little shop of horrors So I got to get the business a hit quick money grips pockets looking thick so a stick slick hold it right there here's an ear i know you got the loop or better yet face down on the ground empty your pockets too hit the deck i got the check right on your neck and i expect to make a bucks to heck with the travels check but if a vic tries to jump me i'll have to smoke him like i'm smoky the beer so okie dokie goodbye avoid for yards have a good journey don't even try begging for your life that don't concern me so to the next weasel that freezes you're begging and you're pleasing Or the lady in the liquor store Go inside, they kicking a 
store Pull out and I'm sticking it for Money or your life, honey, hurry and choose But you lose Because I got the ill street blues You lose Because I got the ill street blues You lose Because I got the ill street blues You lose Because I got the ill street blues You lose Because I got the ill street blues Extra, extra, read all about it in the papers The boss tried to rape us So we tossed him off the skyscraper Because he bought us some other people to come and hit us Get us, but none of them did us He must be trying to kill us But that's dead, I'm fake Got it in the red, crossed the bread Borders, cross nobody can short us We fled down the headquarters Ready to put some work in We're not a lazy crew I do my job or two But yo, my man can't even stick me with some crazy glue Ready to throw in even more because he's soaring We took out all his workouts out the front And kicked the door in What's up, Snake? Why'd you violate? Stay cold on my hot sauce. Yo, that's a pick that don't fly straight. Getting ready to jab him. I grabbed him by the necktie. Homie tried to get fly. It's sweet, I gave him a necktie. You know the evil the men do. Tell us where the men go. We snatched him by his hands and feet and threw him out the window. Up, 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 in the way, cause I don't play clown. Buck, 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 take that with you on the way down. I'm hoping you got springs and wings on your shoes, but you lose. Cause I got the ill street blues. You lose. Cause I got the ill street blues. You lose. Blues.